I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Nail it. So, welcome to Two in the Think Tank. Episode, episode two. Episode two. Of Two in the Think Tank. Two in the Think Tank. <laughs> and uh, here we are. And, uh, you know, for those who don't know, this is the podcast. It's an, uh, the Idea Generation podcast for myself, Alistair Tremblay Birchall, and you. Myself, Andy James Matthews. James Matthews. Um, and when we say for those who don't know, we're including ourselves in that because yeah, we didn't realize until just that moment. Yeah, we're not fully aware. We've been kept in the dark. Yeah, and like fungi, we've got vitamin D deficiencies. We do. I have rickets. Yeah. Yeah. Is that a type of bed bug? Yeah, it's the type of bed bug where you have um, poor bone development and you can't get out of bed. Well, I hear that's going around at the moment. Yeah. Everyone in the comedy festival's got it. Wow. Shit. Yeah. Did you see Tommy Daslow? No. Just a huge bed bug. Oh, he's a bed bug. Yeah. I mean, I think... I don't <laughs> know why you just chose one person like that. <laughs> it was an example. Oh, yeah. Well, okay, but... It, it does sound like I was singling him out, though, doesn't it? Yeah. Like the way that I singled him out. Yeah. That really seems like... It, it really makes it seem like I'm singling him out. Yeah. And that's fine. It's know, strange how singling people out has, sometimes has, has the effect. effect. Of feeling like someone's being singled out. Yeah. yeah. You're really quiet. Am I? Yeah. Maybe it's because I talk quiet. You want to turn me up? Yeah. Keep talking. Oh, yeah. I'm going to keep talking because I just want to single out some person. And oh, there you go. Oh, my God. It's because I think I'm just funnier when I'm speaking quieter. Okay, so basically the whole podcast idea is uh, that we're just going to be recording and we're trying to come up with five, five sketch, sketch ideas. ideas. Five ideas. And we're just going to keep recording for as long as it takes. To get five. And we're not going to edit anything out, even yeah. that bit before, where yeah, we were just adjusting the levels. Yeah. If you were listening to the show, hoping that we were going to edit that bit out, yeah. um, we're not going to. Oh. So you have to sit through it. Unfortunately, yeah. As as you are probably by this time aware, you ever you ever watching a TV show and you know yeah. oh, I hope they hope they don't put this scene in when it goes when, when, to air when, when they, they broadcast cut. it. Yeah. Hope this doesn't. Hope this ends up on the cutting room floor. And at the same time, you're like, nah, probably won't though. Yeah. Well, maybe they can have the, after the director's cut, they can have the audience's cut. The audience cut. Which which just um, they edit out all, you know all the bits where you sort of you, you're distracted or you. Wander out of the room. In a way, that is the audience cut. Yeah. Yeah. That's how you do it. I mean, it'd be, it'd be a great feature to have on Blu-ray. That yeah. You can just highlight <laughs> scenes that you don't want to see the next time you watch it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, um, the audience cut would, would just... Sometimes you're, you're watching something and then just randomly it, it flicks to something else. Or um, the, 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 the picture on the screen sort yeah. of pans around and you see the window... Uh, next so, to the television, so you still have to just sit through the amount of time. <laughs> yes, they don't. They don't just remove it. They no, no, no. They but they give you the experience of watching the DVD. Yeah. Okay. They give you the experience of like cutting it up yourself by just looking out the window. Yeah. Yeah. But you don't actually have to look away yeah. from the television. So it's That's very nice. much, you know. And so, sometimes they'll just play the sounds of like kids, uh, you know, yeah. in the next room being really annoying. And you can yell out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, the, is, is it got voice recognition and it's going to like respond? No. Okay. No, it doesn't It's not the that. full experience. It's not the full experience because there's limitations to the technology. 
yeah, but they're no, doing the best that be. they can. There doesn't have to be in the future. Yeah. We're going to be able to yell at our TV and it will respond to it. <laughs> um, here's a funny tweet that I did the other day. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I think it's funny. Yeah. Uh, I tweeted, um, if I think that's a it's almost a sketch what we were just describing, by the yeah. way. Okay. Well like, I don't know if we want to count okay, that as look, one. Let's let's count that as a tentative first sketch idea. Yeah. yeah. Um okay, I'll, I'll write it down. It's number one is um Audience Cut. Audience cut. Yeah. Cool. And then you could sort of just you could find your favorite audience members and, and watch their cuts of DVDs. Actually that's not all that unrealistic because that's the sort of thing that's happening now and I think that might even exist yeah. like on the internet yeah I think I think people do do like recuts of movies that they like and stuff and so you can watch other people's cuts of a movie and be like oh yeah you know this guy Gary from South Bank yeah did an amazing cut yeah. of uh, the Emperor's last dance toothbrush toothbrush <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean that's well cool. That's, I mean it's almost it's almost not a sketch anymore. Now yeah, it's almost just it's a just, thing. It's, it's almost like we predicted the present. Yeah, yeah, that's a gift. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> so, what was your tweet? Oh, my tweet was, um, oh, if God watches everything, I hope he doesn't have a Nielsen box. It's pretty funny, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Okay, that's the thing where you get the star ratings. Yeah, yeah. Not, you, you or the ratings. Defines the ratings of, like, television programs. Yeah, but in a way, it'd be great if he did. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and if his vote was worth more than everyone's. <laughs> I don't know. It probably would be. Yeah. Well, yeah. It depends. The Nielsen system, Nielsen box system probably doesn't work like that. It doesn't have one setting for humans and one setting for omnipotent being <laughs> if god watches everything he does watch all television yeah like even the really terrible television yeah and infomercials yeah, yeah. infomercials he's watching um lad it to lady he's watching lad it lad it to lady oh lad it to lady yeah is that a show where they it they... does just sound like a combination of noises doesn't it lad yeah. it to lady and i think that's actually what the tv show is <laughs> just a combination of noises, of noises. Yeah. sounds yeah, I mean, I think is that is that where they take somebody who's like low class and and sort of a, just a shit person, and then they make <laughs> them into a a good quality civilized yeah yeah person who a rich person could have sex with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, someone that a rich person could have sex with. Yeah, that <laughs> kind of high quality person yeah. that a rich person because you know when you're a rich person and your mom's like i want you to find somebody that you can have sex with <laughs> and i'll be okay with it and they go well i found this lady who's you know three weeks ago she was just scum <laughs> right but then she went on television and embarrassed herself yeah and, and now she's, she's worthy of now she's worthy, worthy my love of receiving my love yeah yeah my rich love my rich prosperous love <laughs> I don't know if love can be prosperous um yeah it can that's really great yeah I feel good about that yeah I do know that I do know that feeling yeah yeah okay. so, so that's how that's that started as a question right yeah uh what was the question the oh, question was do you know that feeling when you're a rich person oh and yeah. <laughs> yeah you go to your mum I desperately wanted that answer yeah <laughs> yeah it's one of those questions that has to be answered. Yeah. Can't go unanswered. What's the opposite of a rhetorical question? Like, you know, a rhetorical question is one of those ones that you don't the, have to answer. I think the opposite of a rhetorical question is just a question. Yeah, but you don't have to answer a question. That's true. Yeah. Um, as as what, what Tony Abbott established. Yeah. Well, I mean, because, you know, politicians, they can avoid questions. Like they that. just pretend that they're rhetorical. But maybe... <laughs> oh, I thought that question oh, was sorry, rhetorical. I'm, I'm sorry. I thought that was a rhetorical question. <laughs> Well, so can you tell us why uh, you're cutting funding to TAFE? Are you going to answer the question? Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I thought, I thought you were just, you know, asking the universe. <laughs> oh no, no, no. I, I was, I was asking you. Um, so I guess my question is, yeah, can you, can you explain to us why you're cutting funding to TAFE? 
Well, you know, ever since I've been in leadership, I, uh, I've really enjoyed the snacks that yep. come with... Uh, the snacks of power. Yeah, the snacks of power. Mm-hmm. Crap. <laughs> I think, but I think the person would just keep thinking it was a rhetorical question. Yeah, oh yeah, that's true. They wouldn't over just and over answer again. it uh, no. about snacks. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you think I got this sketch wrong? <laughs> was I not really getting the idea? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe it's possible. But what if there was a type of question? Because you know like how there's some questions like, well, okay, a regular question you can just not answer. How are you feeling? Be, yeah. I'm cutting funding to tape because I hate the poor people. <laughs> no, you're still not getting it, Alistair. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. How are we, but Have another snack. Yeah. Mmm, biscotti. <laughs> that's sort of like a rich person's snack, right? It is. Yeah. You can't, it's such a shit thing, but they, they charge you a lot for them. Anyway. <laughs> but do the people use them to stir their coffee? Is that what biscotti's about? Do rich people like being ripped off? <laughs> I think they do. Yeah, I think like it's a sign of it's a sign of wealth. Yeah, look how H- look how much I got ripped off for yeah. this meal. Look, oh. at, look at the profit versus uh, com- uh, profit to overheads ratio that this company is making. <laughs> it's ridiculous. But also, like when they go out and buy rich person food, yeah, go to a really expensive restaurant. I mean, they get hugely ripped off. Yeah, and and that's like a status symbol. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, Look I went out last night yeah. and I got so ripped off. I got so, uh, like, didn't spend my money wisely. <laughs> Did you? Have you been to Vue de Monde? Oh my god, the meals there are such a rip off. It's divine. It's the best. But I guess they don't refer to that, do they? They talk about how they just went to that place. But they also they they talk about how they just went to that place and then they and then they just are happy. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. They don't actually talk about how much they got ripped off. No. I mean, no. they should start mentioning it. They should. <laughs> I mean, because it would be more human. It'd yeah. Be like, ah, you know, I didn't really enjoy it because I couldn't take my mind off of, <laughs> <laughs> of how much but money like, I was spending. But maybe that's the thing. Like, it's an acquired taste, like caviar, right? I don't oh. enjoy caviar, but, you know, I don't, I don't eat it a lot. So yeah. maybe, like, you know, and I, I would have it, I would think, oh, this is kind of gross, right? Yeah. That's sort of also how I feel about getting ripped off, yeah. right? But as you get used to getting ripped off, maybe you're like, no, but I can really appreciate, like, the rich, yeah. you know, the details in the, in the way that I was ripped off. Yeah, you know, you get that's to, true. Like, you just need exposure to it. Yeah, like, like, and so, like, eventually, imagine you could, you could create restaurants that are, that are so exclusive and rich that you could just make it a horrible experience <laughs> and people would, would just like, you're getting ripped off, the staff is so rude. They yeah. Like, they like spit at you. <laughs> Not just in your food, but in your mouth. Yeah, in your mouth. And it's just the most horrible experience. But because it's so, like you're paying so much for yeah, it, you're yeah. just used to, uh, you know... Just it's just the name that you're paying for, and then the horrible experience just becomes so pleasant. Like you know how alcohol tastes horrible when you the first, first t- when you first try when you it. first start. Well, yeah. apparently that's the same thing with everything. Suffering is just is an acquired taste <laughs> for rich people. For rich, if people, we're going to yeah. talk about suffering, like and, and how like being exposed to suffering makes yeah. you like it more. Maybe rich people are the are not the right people to choose. As <laughs> we regularly exposed, I think maybe yeah. the thing is that you have to pay for it though, because yeah. then you've got an incentive. Because yeah, because or else you don't appreciate it. Exactly, you just you take it for granted. Yeah, yeah. That's why <laughs> poor and starving people in third world countries don't appreciate the suffering. suffering. They take it for granted. Yeah, it's like a free comedy show. Yeah. They don't, they don't put in enough. Yeah, to enjoy the experience. Whereas rich people. Because, you know, they've paid for the experience, they're more likely yeah. to enjoy it. Yeah, they've exploited people. Mm. I'm going to like, yeah. open a restaurant called Suffering. Yeah. You can come. And, and it's going to be horrible. <laughs> it's going to be so awful, but you're going to love it. Yeah. Because it's the best. All right. That's a sketch. Open a restaurant. Um, exclusive. It's called the Suffer Club. Okay. You get that? You did it. You That's did a reference to the Supper Club, which is an expensive restaurant in the city. Now, I actually don't know if it is that expensive, but it's definitely the most expensive place I've ever wasted my money. 
So, like, I got a little bit of a taste, from my point of view, of what that's like. Of the Suffer Club. The Suffer Club, yeah. I did it. I did it with a pun. Yeah, and it's great, Andy, because you're really good at wrapping up things. Yeah. Okay? If, if, ever, if ever I have a present to give someone... Yeah. I'll get you to make a pun <laughs> about that present just to summarize it. Yeah, and it won't it won't cover the present. Oh no. But it will wrap it up. Yeah. It will encompass it. It will fully be with a pun. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Well, that's great. You know, it's great that it's great that rich people have it really great. <laughs> I have a, uh, I feel like I talk about rich people like they're a race of people. <laughs> yeah. Like they're like a race of people that I have no problem hating on. Yeah. Like I don't mind discriminating against rich people because I think I've, I've said this before, you know, in my life, but I've I've become so poor and it's of of my own fault. <laughs> right? It's my own doing. Al is really poor. Yeah. Uh but where I've started getting like junky instincts where I'm like, I see somebody in a suit and I just want to spit on them. <laughs> I saw a junkie um, in the city the other day using a garbage bin, just like putting his, and like, it's, that shouldn't be that amazing, right? Yeah. But he had like a, you know, a Snickers wrapper or something. Yeah. And he m- went out of his way, you know, walked all the way across the footpath or whatever yeah. to put the wrapper in the bin. Yeah. And I was like, that's interesting well, yeah. in a way, isn't it? Like, cause I guess the ground is kind of like his house, and you wouldn't just... I mean, he's still a human, I guess. Yeah, no, totally. But then there was part of my brain that was like, oh, that's surprising, and that was the surprising thing that I found surprising, I suppose. Junkies, you know, there's some great people that are junkies. Yeah, 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 totally. And you may have just witnessed the Gandhi of junkies. Well, but I, I think part of it was I was thinking, like, we treat junkies like shit a lot of the time right like we ignore them when they're talking to us we 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 call them junkies we call them junkies <laughs> on our podcast yeah but like oh, i can't remember what i was gonna say yeah but we, we we treat them like shit but then they're like they still are you would expect that the payback for that was that they wouldn't respect our yeah but i imagine there'd be a lot of um low self-esteem that would come with knowing that you're a junkie because you get dismissed by everybody yeah and and that to a certain extent you're probably in a situation you don't really want to be in and so you gotta believe in the society that you're in in order to uh you know to, to just have the hope that you can climb back up to where people value you yeah that would be a hard thing to hold on to though so but 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 no, it, it it wouldn't be that hard. That because that's that's why that's the kind of thing that would just motivate you to take that Snickers wrapper and put it in a bin. Do the right thing. Put yeah. it in a bin. Yeah. In my high school, it said, "Do the right thing," and then someone had scribbled out, "Put it in the bin," and they just said, "Hit Ricky with a bin." <laughs> <laughs> and I think it was Ricky Woods, yeah, who was a guy I went to high school with. Who I'm pretty sure someone at some point did hit with a bin. I'm sure, at least once. Yeah. Okay, so if junkies are discriminated against, when will they rise up and have equal rights? When will we get the first junkie pope? Well, first junkie president. Junkie president. Junkie president. <laughs> okay, well... Because it's cr- it's cr- cause first junkie in space. Yeah. Well, th- at the moment there are no laws, so first there would have to be laws. No, I, d- I don't know. That there would have to be laws. I think there just have to be like. Oh, sorry. Stopping laws. us from discriminating okay, against sure. junkies. Yeah. Because I haven't really ever discriminated against a junkie in during business hours, like or during like while I was at work. It's more a recreational activity. It's more of like something you do in your free time. Yeah. Because uh, it's like a lot of dismissing, so it's a lot of kind of. <laughs> Doesn't it doesn't take a lot of time? You can just do it while while you're in between, like places. You know, you're on transport and so yeah. you know, just walk into the shops, things like that. Uh, so it would have to be like a law that you can't discriminate against people uh, working at your company just because they're <laughs> a junkie, just because they're constantly off the face on heroin. Yeah, and addicted and stealing. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Is this mean to junkies? I mean, I feel like that it would it would be. Very easy to laugh at a sketch that was like junkie president. Yeah. Okay. And 
he's a junkie, but he's also the president. <laughs> Do you understand the concept? I think I'm getting it. Yeah? yeah. I, mean, I feel I, like, it, like that would be funny, but at the same time, it would be nice if we're trying to say that something about junkies overcoming. <laughs> yeah. It's Discrimination true. that we weren't yeah. just laughing at them for being La- junkies. Yeah, it's like, look, you guys aren't deserving of any respect, but we put you in a position of, of, of high office. Yeah. I think ha, 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 ha. I, th- I think I think we're better than a sketch like that. Yeah. That's okay. What if we had a sketch called Junkie Sketch Writers? Yeah. And okay. then we don't put them in high office. We just put them in our position, which is pretty low. <laughs> yeah. I'm getting junkie instincts, so I can't, <laughs> that's true. I'm not that okay. Far. What if we had a, ske- a sketch called Sketch Writer Junkie? Yeah. Where <laughs> <laughs> he's like, okay, so how about it? Like a regular person? Okay, like. You yeah. know, <laughs> Okay, let's say a regular person makes it up into as a president. Yeah. Is that or is that praising them too much? They, <laughs> they dismiss us. Yeah. All the time, and I don't know. Look, I feel like junkies would have better ideas than that one. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like, because I mean, like, haven't like a lot of great writers been junkies? I feel like you got a lot yeah. of time to think. But that's like an yeah, that's an amazing thing that you can be a functioning drug addict and you know, produce great work. Yeah, but you're like I imagine being on drugs all the time it would be almost like meditating a lot. Because you're just you're spending a lot of time in your head just thinking and having ideas and going on journeys. Yeah. You know, so certain they they could be pretty wise. They're just not they just don't have great managerial skills because yeah. they don't care. Yeah. yeah. But then that amazing thing that you would then take all that stuff that you've been thinking about and sit down and write yeah. for hours and hours and hours Yeah. and produce amazing work. I think one of the f- things that stops me from becoming a junkie is just the amount of money it would take. <laughs> I can't afford yeah. to be a junkie. I can't really. And then, <laughs> and then and just that I'm, I'm really... Like I just... I don't feel like stealing from people <laughs> to, in order to get that money that I don't have. And so I think it's really just like a social awkwardness that kind of stops me from being a junkie. Yeah. I, this is the thing, okay, that I want to do a sketch with. Yeah. Is the idea of that the, um, or I don't know, like something to do with the fact that the easiest things to steal are the least valuable and how disappointing that is. Yeah. That like... If if things that were were really easy to steal were more valuable, yeah, it would be great. Like leaves, right, are yeah. really easy to That's steal. True. Like I've stole, I could steal so many leaves right now. I yeah. could go out and I could just go on a leaf stealing. Yeah, just a binge. None, none of the rangers would probably even know. No, I mean, and then but then then I'd have all these leaves, and I would it would be really difficult to sell them yeah. because. Maybe They're really not very valuable at I all. I know, but maybe you could do some value adding. <laughs> value adding to the leaves. To the leaves, and then you could start making a pretty penny. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah. Oh, a pretty penny. You know what I realize is quite difficult to steal? Shoes. Right? Because of my poverty thing that I've been talking about. <laughs> you paid. I've thought about, like, how can I get stuff without having to pay for it? Right? <laughs> and, and I thought, okay, well. Okay, well, there's stealing. There's stealing. Yeah. And then there's other ways that I haven't thought of yet. <laughs> <laughs> and and I was thinking, but like, because shoes shoes are ridiculously priced, and I thought, well, it, but it's difficult to steal shoes because they've already they've thought about this, like, like because they keep one shoe out, mm. right? And so it's not necessarily going to be the right size shoe. Yep. Right. So, but it's also only a left or a right shoe. Yeah, and it's only a one. Yeah, a left or a right, and so you have to find the right size, and then you have to be able to get out the back. To find <laughs> the other shoe, or you know, a box of shoes with the thing, so it's almost like it's almost worth just like robbing a bank because it's almost like a heist. You have to like distract <laughs> the store owner and try on shoes. Yeah, the amount of planning. Yeah, you may as well ro- rob a bank. I mean, people will probably <laughs> follow you less if like try to track. And there you are down fewer less. armed guards at shoe stores. Yeah, well, maybe it's just worth stealing a shoe. <laughs> Or maybe you could go, this is what you'd have to do. You have to go two separate shoe stores. Right? Yeah. And then just hope. Or you have to go many shoe stores. And I think it's always the left shoe oh, that really? they put out. Like, I think they're is in that cahoots. In case of that thing, like, like they're yeah. all working together. Maybe. Uh, 
That sounds crazy that they've it, figured that out. It's almost like it should be illegal, that kind of collusion yeah, between <laughs> colluding to screw over. The, no other type of company like retail will work that hard to stop people from stealing things. They just accept it. Well, there's nowhere else you can do that. There's nothing else that comes in pairs like that where essentially without one shoe, like a shoe, an individual shoe is perfectly functional, but without the other shoe, it's as good as useless. Yeah. <laughs> like you you can wear odd socks. You cannot wear odd shoes. Yeah. That's well, not. Yeah. It may just throw your whole alignment out. Yeah. Um, there's there's something about that, like 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 things in pairs like that. Yeah. Like, I don't know, what what else could you do that with? You know, it's not like you have a box of 12 eggs. Yeah. They just take one of the eggs out. And, uh, and, and, and like, there's no point stealing the 11 eggs. Yeah. Because one of the eggs is missing. No, that's true. Okay, yeah, right. we, keep the, we keep the 12th egg out the back. Um, what size do you want? Extra large? Egg. Okay. Is that free range? All right, I'll go see if we have it in stock. They yeah. go out the back. They've got one more egg. Here you go. Yeah. Here you there go. You go. Here's your two pack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, they can't do that. Okay, wait. What's something else they could do it with? Two. Okay. Yeah, like like everything else that's that we think of it like as being like you know a pair of pants. You can't have half the pants out the back yeah. unless the pants themselves are just like jammed in a door. Yeah. <laughs> and you can only see one <laughs> side of the pants. Yeah. Or or they or they just have the pants in in pieces and then they've just like. And they have to thread it up for you as they yeah. go. So it's like, without this thread, it's useless. Because you just got pieces of pants <laughs> and you're not going to put it together. We have we have a sweatshop backstage. It's a hard sell. Backstage. Everything's a stage for me now. Backstage. Backstage. It's just a show. Everything's a performance. Everyone, this shoe shop, it's just a performance. It's just a, we're just, it's just a show about a shoe shop. And at the end, you can buy merch. It's <laughs> <laughs> actually the, sh- the props from the show. Yeah. It's funny. Yeah. <laughs> like the yeah, the guy working in the shoe shop is just acting as a guy working in the shoe shop. Yeah. And I've got some merch if you want at the end. Um we're selling shoes up the back by the door. Uh it would really help us out, you know, if you've enjoyed the shoe shop show. The shoe shop show. Yeah. Um you could have a whole village like that. You could just like you go, Come to the village where it's we're pretending that it's a village. Right? <laughs> And people are like living their lives and then working in in stores, but they're not actual people. They're just actors. Yeah. Well, you know, Alastair said, uh, Alastair, what? Shakespeare? Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I'd just like to say that in my mind, you and Shakespeare are yeah. more or less interchangeable. Yeah. Shakespeare uh, said all the world's a stage. Yeah. So maybe everything is just merch. Yeah. Everything <laughs> is just merch. And all possessions are merch. Yeah. But I also for the performers. I like I like the implication that we're saying that actors aren't people. That's <laughs> <laughs> just no, no no they're not real people they're just actors. They're actors pretending to be people. Yeah, and I don't think it would be that far from the truth that like a lot of the people in retail jobs are actors anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but okay I do like the idea of like you know. I, it, I, yeah, because you know, like like an old, it's like you know, you go to those old timey towns, and then everybody's an actor pretending to be somebody from old times. Yeah, and like and, they, that. and they do have little shops, and like yeah, you and go to Sovereign Hill, you can buy lollies from the lolly shop where yeah. an actor prote- is yeah. is acting as an oldie timey yeah shoe shop sweet shop. But yeah, instead of that, it's just the actor is pretending to be a present day shoe shop. <laughs> Right? And he like just pretends to know stuff about shoes, and you know pretends to convince you to buy the shoe. Yeah, yeah. And if it's a convincing enough no. performance, yeah, you yeah. might think, oh, that was great. I'm going to support this guy by buying some of his shoe merchandise. Yeah. All right. Look, I'm going to write. Don't that know down. how that's a sketch. I mean, it's funny though. Yeah. Look, I think it's. <laughs> you just have to have a narrator explaining it. <laughs> He's got a lot of work to do. Yeah, it's a look. It's a. It's what's what's that called in the film when you, when you're just when you're just explaining what's exposition. Happen- oh yeah, so this is going to be heavy in exposition, <laughs> but I'm going to write it down. Uh, I am. Um, oh, I had oh, 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 
Is there something funny about the idea of... Oh, no, it's just too obvious. But, like, the idea of, like, you know, have an, act, an acting group. And they're all actors, and they're doing a successful Broadway production, but they don't really want to be actors. They all want to work as waiters. And they're just acting. So that they can pay. Yeah. Or, or maybe that there's just, like, one guy who's just a really... He's a really good actor. Like, in a, in a, in a theatre yeah. troupe, there's one guy in there who's a really good actor who's who just wants to be a waiter, and he's always talking about, yeah, you know... Yeah, well, I feel like I've met people like that in life, where they're, like, they're like really good at something, and they're yeah. like, oh, I just want to get out of this. I wish I could... I wish I could just go do something else. Yeah, you know? and so they'd, like, they'd be really good at some great creative thing. Yeah. Yeah, but they they want to get out. They feel trapped. Yeah, I just look, I wish I could just have a regular life where I'm There just, are some comedians like that, aren't there? Yeah. Well, Ted's a bit like that, although he doesn't want to... <laughs> he doesn't want to go into, like, the, like, you know... He doesn't want to be a waiter. He doesn't want to be a cobbler or something like that. <laughs> uh, he just wants to... He just wants to do film writing, but which is, you know... But imagine just quitting stuff all the time just because you're good. No, I'm good. I just got to quit. Yeah. I got to stop doing this. I'm too good. <laughs> My life isn't challenging. This is a sketch that I thought of ages ago. Outside the actor's studio. <laughs> no, I like that. <laughs> and it was just somebody being interviewed. And then you can just see on the building it says actor's studio. Well, I think maybe like what it is is it's like whoever the guy who's supposed to be doing the interview the TV show just concerns him showing up at the actor's studio and he doesn't have the key. And for, like, 20 minutes, he just tries to get in through the window <laughs> and, like, calls the body corporate. Uh, they can't They can't let him in. They can't get anyone around there. And, yeah. I think that sounds great. It's just one man's struggle yeah. to enter a building. <laughs> and I like... I mean, he could just be anybody. He could just be the, the janitor who's forgot his keys. Yeah. That's true. Um, he could be one of the actors. He's all. I mean, yeah. this is like you can have a full series, obviously. Yeah, so it's a different person every week. A different actor, maybe every week, yeah. is like stuck outside, can't get in. Yeah, he can't. Like, there's not very good phone reception inside, so yeah. people are trying to call and go like, "Oh, they're gonna let me in." Yeah, and that that thing happens where like the security guard wanders up to the door and sees you and like gives you some sort of signal, yeah. and then walks off again, and you just never see him again. <laughs> you know, like. What what was that what, supposed what, to mean? What was the signal? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, he Is he going to get somebody? I don't know. I think someone will be out soon. And then end of episode. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just the saddest thing because there's never any resolution. It's just <laughs> all he's got is, is, is the outside of a building, building and a film crew. Yeah, and yeah. it's like a full half hour episode. Yeah. <laughs> all right, it's sketch. See, I'm writing. I'm writing the the sketch ideas down because I'd like them to be recorded in some way. Mm. I would just like, if only there was a way of just keeping track of these things uh, that we're saying that we're saying here. <laughs> and so I have to write it down on a piece of paper that is going to be very easily discardable. Yeah. yeah, yeah, just scraps of paper. Scraps of paper <laughs> that I can. I'm hopefully going to lose. It's my system. Yeah, that's how I do things. It's the scraps of paper system. Yeah. S O S S S O P S S. I think that's dangerous having a an acronym that has S O S in it. <laughs> I mean, I, I got the acronym wrong. It doesn't actually have S O S in it. But yeah, you're right. Sons of salamanders. Damn it. I. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. The, um, <laughs> I was talking to some people the other day, right? Yeah. You know Mayday, that like emergency call that yeah. ships would put out? Mayday, Mayday, right? You know that comes from the French, right? Mayday, which is help me. Oh, okay. Mayday. Mayday. Yeah. Right. 
Was it you I was talking to this about no, this? No, it wasn't. The people I was talking to were like, no, it's like May Day, as in like the day. May Day. Like <laughs> the day of May. Well, May Day is like a day in May where like something happens. Like yeah, there's, there used to be like a carnival or something on May Day. <laughs> <laughs> And these people were really insistent. The carnival is coming. Help. Yeah. <laughs> Help. <laughs> that, like, that the call that ships officially use when they're in trouble at sea is just like, Christmas, Christmas, Chris- Easter, Easter Sunday, e- s- s- Easter Sunday. <laughs> Circus is here one day in May. <laughs> the carnies yeah. are coming. Yeah. So that was, that was weird. Yeah. But... I'm not even sure with the French May Day whether it's conjugated properly. Like like May Day would be like helps me. Helps me. Like or, or Vien May Day. Like I don't know, yeah, by itself it doesn't really mean much. Uh-huh. Well look, maybe I'm wrong. No, maybe it, it is still the is day like help me, but uh, Aide-moi. Aide-moi. Yeah. Um, is more like... Help me. Yeah. Is it... Well, aide, is that like reflexive? Is that like, I help myself? Well, no, yeah. I think, no, I think it's more That would like, be, je m'aide. Like helping me. Helping me. <laughs> helping me. <laughs> I'm helping myself. Yeah. <laughs> no, that would be... Je m'aide. Je m'aide. Je m'aide. See, then you can't... No, that doesn't work. Yeah. Je m'aide. M'aide. And then how would the English say that? Je m'aide. Je made. G madey. G madey. G madey. Gemity, gemity. Gemity, gemity. Gemity, 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 cricket. Oh. But you know, you're thinking, let's get, let's get some editing in on this. <laughs> <laughs> no, there won't be any editing. I think the listener appreciates the rawness. Yeah. Remember we were talking earlier about suffering? Yeah. Yeah. Well, if we're going we're to get rich. We're going to charge a lot of money for this. And get really rich listeners who'll really enjoy this podcast. Yeah. They're going to Oh, did you did you feel those those drawn out pauses at the end yeah. where they were really flailing for ideas? When they just had one idea left. This, <laughs> you know, they could they just needed one more idea and they were probably hitting about 30 minutes on their podcast. <laughs> <laughs> And they were like, just all going right. nowhere. And they just started saying, Gemity. Gemity, Gemity. <laughs> and then Alistair said, Gemity Cricket. And he <laughs> felt really embarrassed within himself <laughs> that he'd made some Pinocchio reference <laughs> that wasn't very good. No. No, it wasn't very good. Oh, how about this first sketch idea? <gasps> all right. It's Pinocchio. Oh. But instead of his nose growing oh. and getting really long. Yeah. His... Lips. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and that so would be so much more disturbing. Yeah. You just had these long, yeah. just flapping, dangling lips. Big old flappity lips. Yeah. Flappity dangly. Or if they were if they were stiff, then the more you lied, the more you'd look like a duck. <laughs> <laughs> but then eventually you'd stop looking like a duck and start looking like a swordfish. Yeah, like a swordfish, but do swordfish have two two swords? Is it a bottom sword and a top sword? Is it just like I think good it's question. just a, I think, no, it's not like a good question. I knew the answer. Oh, yeah, it's, it, they've got. Do a, you know a, the answer? Yeah, they've just got a bottom jaw, and then they've got a like a the spike. S- they have the spike that's attached to their muzzle. That seems like it would be really difficult. Like if we had like a long spike, mm. like well, I guess we. But the thing is, we 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 eat with our hands. We don't have to like shove our face into our food. Yeah, to eat it. But it would be difficult to lick plates. Oh, my God. So difficult to lick a plate. And that would affect Al's way of life pretty yeah. significantly. Yeah, well, I don't know. If, if if I couldn't lick plates, I'm not sure if I would want to continue. <laughs> yeah. But then again, if I was underwater, my knowledge of plates and what I was missing out on. It's like being poor. Living underwater is like being poor. You don't know how great things are <laughs> when you're rich. Okay, so you don't <laughs> feel like you're missing out. Hang on, so we don't know that we're missing out on living underwater? No, no, no. If I was a swordfish and I couldn't lick plates, right? Yep. I wouldn't <laughs> care because I don't know about plates and yep. how good it is to lick the last bit of sauce, which has got all the flavor on it. 
Yeah. Right? I wouldn't know about that kind of thing. All I would know is impaling smaller <laughs> creatures on my nose. I bet they don't actually even do that, though, because that's no use to them. Like, having a, a smaller creature impaled on their nose does not help them in any way. I have a feeling, like, if you impale something... It tends to move less quickly away from you. But it's all stuck on the end of your nose. That's know, like but, having... But I have a feeling that they can probably wriggle shit off. Like, they've they've got strong bodies. So you genuinely think that that's for, like, spiking... Well, I think they can use it for whatever they want. Yeah. I don't think it necessarily has a purpose. I think it's <laughs> it's helped them in some way. Yeah. Because right. or else it would it's just It's really be, multifunctional. Or else it would just be getting in the way. Or, or, I mean, they could be swimming behind something and they could just be tapping it to the side and, like, they could be juggling it like a hockey puck. Yeah. Like, from side to side yep. like that, getting it to go where they want and then maybe into the mouth of a friend. Just, you know? They're like the soccer players slash hockey players of... Of the sea. Snooker. Yeah. And they could play it under ice water, which is very similar. There could be a game of hockey going on on top of a lake, because that's where swordfish are found. (laughs) On lakes. In lakes. On lakes. Uh, Swordfish wouldn't have a clue what to do on a lake. (laughs) Because you'd have to have a drill bit. This is so far from being a sketch. You think? (laughs) I don't think we've been further. Okay. I think maybe, like... it's. On the Earth, yeah. you know, you can only be a certain distance from home, something like 12,000 kilometres from home. Yeah. It's the most you can ever be. doesn't even seem worth it. I think at the moment we're 12,000 kilometres away from a sketch. Okay. Like in, in mind in mind meters. Yeah. Well, swordfish, they're just not funny. They're just very practical <laughs> animals. And, and, I, and I'm sure that some have impaled things on their nose. Yeah. And that they've successfully gotten them off and then eaten them. Yeah. But just that idea of, like, eating things just raw, like, fo- like you know, because that's what a fish would have to do. Like, if you're a fish... But it's what everything has to do that isn't know. a person. I know, but at least, like, if you're, if you're like, a, you know, like, a, a, a some giant cat of some <laughs> yep. sort, you can, like, you can smash things with your paw and they'll lay there for a while. You can stand above it. You can take your time because they're dead, right? Right. You know, or you bite their neck and then they're dead. Yeah. And then you can just stand above it. You can take your time. Right? But, like, if you're a fish, or like a, you know, a swordfish, you got to kill something and then, like, it'll just float away. Yeah. So you got to just, it'll like... sink down. Yeah, so you just got to put these things that are just, like, they kind of still be warm in their body, uh, you know, and you'd be in cold water. So that'd be kind of nice, I guess, but a lot of fish that are stuff that like things in the ocean do like they'll like swallow things whole and alive. Yeah. So like you'll you'll get a fish and you'll just go. Yeah. It's just and like then it's al- it's alive in your stomach and you just dissolve it. Maybe that's just more because of how horrible it would feel to have it in your mouth. Like you couldn't love it. Like would you learn to love that feeling of just having like a wriggling living like half creature something that you've bitten in half just. I think if you'd paid enough money for that experience, you'd learn to love it. (laughs) But fish just don't pay. Fish, I think fish just eat quickly because it's just such a horrible experience for them. And then they'd swallow heaps of salt water and stuff, (laughs) (laughs) which I don't know if you've ever swallowed salt water, but it's awful. Oh, especially heaps of salt water. Heaps is the worst quantity of salt water to consume. (laughs) All right, swordfish are a fucking dead end, turns out. Turns out, yeah, they're, they're a the, they're comedic the, dead end. They're the, they're the cul-de-sac of comedy. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's like getting an idea, and then impaling it on this spike you've got at the end of your nose, and then not being able to get it off. What about? <laughs> yeah. Comedy is at the moment it's stuck on the end of our nose. Yeah. What about the guy who invented the cul-de-sac? You think it took somebody to invent it? Like he's like, what if this road just doesn't go anywhere? <laughs> or I think I think maybe the way it happened. Okay, Someone, they did, they were just kept going and going with this road. They didn't know how to stop. Well, I know I think somebody just built a like they were building a road, right? As they do, and they just build them to keep going forever. Yeah, I think that's that's everybody who starts a road. Their goal is that this road's gonna be the one that goes forever. Yeah, right? no one's gonna stop this road. Yeah, but then. Okay, while they went home for the night, some dude built a house at the end of the road. 
Oh no! Just like where they're probably a Seventh Day Adventist. Why? I think they build their churches all in one day. Oh. <laughs> well, that's an amazing thing to know. N- let's say no. Let, but uh, let's not go with no. They, My they... dad told me. Now yeah. I don't know if that counts as knowledge. Oh, do they have really simple churches? Yeah, they're pr- like they're they're just like a, a squ- like a block, like a like a house, like a, just a square, like a bungalow. Maybe like a bungalow. Oh, Seventh Day Adventists. Adventists meeting down the bungalow. Meeting down for the worship. Bung- bungalow church. Sounds yeah. very tropical. Yeah. They have I, a coconut. <laughs> coconut. Now that I think about it, that doesn't make any sense that they would build an entire house in one day. But, I mean, you've got to wait for concrete to set and stuff. <laughs> well, maybe they don't bother with. Uh, I mean, it's a bi- it's a big day. They started, <laughs> it's, they started it's, oh, it's a big day. They definitely get up early. Yeah. There's no lying in. Yeah. Well, <laughs> when, when should we meet? Oh, 12.30. <laughs> See there. I just, you know, I'm going to be up all night watching <laughs> The Passion of the Christ back to back. <laughs> back to back with my wife. Yeah, because we don't... <laughs> we don't look at each other. We just sit... Back to back, yeah, and we watch the Passion of the Christ yeah. simultaneously yeah. on two eye different contact, television eye, screens. Yeah, eye contact between us means that we want to procreate. And yeah, we have 70, 74 children, which we need if we want to build a church <laughs> in a day. In one day, yeah, yeah. starting at twelve thirty <laughs> so in the especially afternoon. the more kids you have, the later you can get up <laughs> when you're building a church. Yeah, that's the idea. <laughs> With procreation, it's just. Um, the more children you have now, the less work you have to do later on. <laughs> it, it's it's a lot of startup, like a lot of work, laying the groundwork. Yeah, it's like is it like laying that foundation takes a lot of time. Yeah, unless you got seventy three children <laughs> already to just help you raising the babies and things like that. <laughs> yeah. Well, that would definitely be a thing. Like, the, the more children you have, the easier it becomes. It's yeah. like economies of scale. Once you get to, like, 70 or 80 kids, yeah. it's like it, you barely have to do anything at all. You, you can just really, fart them out. Yeah, just fart them out <laughs> of your dick. <laughs> um, so this Seventh-day Adventist... So this guy was building this road, and yeah. then... Seventh day Adventist. <laughs> While he went, he went to bed, <laughs> and the guy was back at one p.m. Yeah. to keep working on his road. Yeah, because he was also a Seventh Day Adventist. <laughs> oh, oh no! Yeah. Well, then he should have built the whole road in one day. I know, but he was th- a bad that's, that's, one. That's not what they do. That's not what they do with roads. That's okay. not part of their philosophy. They build roads in two days. Yeah. Has your dad ever told you that? He's never filled me in on how they go about building roads. Yeah. Well, it's probably because there's nothing special about the way they build roads. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> No one ever sat you down and said, son, Seventh-day Adventists, there's nothing special about the way they build roads. All right, I'll talk to you next week. Yeah. <laughs> See you later. Anyways, See you later. Good catching up. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so yeah, so then the guy gets there at 1 p.m. and there's like half a house set up and there's just so many children <laughs> just running around, like working as as laborers. <laughs> You know, so many children. So many children just like fanning this slab. Yeah. That, you know, because they've... Fanning the slab. Fanning the slab. You know, making it dry. You know, getting some of that... Fanning the slab sounds like a great euphemism. I don't know what yeah. it could possibly be for, but like it's got the... It's got that um, two-syllable, one-syllable kind of structure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fanning the slab. Yeah. yeah. That's That's definitely like the... The structure yeah, yeah. for euphemisms for like sexual acts, isn't it? Yeah, it's like, like you know, flicking the bean is the da 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 the da 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 format of euphemisms. Flicking the bean, yeah, that's good. Yeah, so they're fanning the slab, and it's just it's just drying so quickly. And meanwhile, just someone's just put the the steeple on the bungalow. <laughs> and this guy's like, wait, I was just, this is my road to to everywhere. E- everywhere, like infinity. It was, yeah, it was going to connect up with all other roads. Like, I mean, I know yeah. you can still, I mean, you can still get into it through one end, but I was really hoping of having that rabbit hole thing where you can get out <laughs> through two ends, you know, rabbit bung- uh, burrows, rabbit bungalows. 
<laughs> they always got two exits. Because if a ferret goes in one hole, they want to have a way out. Yeah. Ferrets kill rabbits. Anyway. And so then, then there's like these two Seventh-day a- Adventists have a fist fight. And that's how they invented <laughs> the cul-de-sac. The cul-de-sac. Oh, God. Yeah, you're right. Editing would be great, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> but we're not doing that. Yeah. So do you think that's a sketch? How the cul-de-sac was invented? Are oh, you fucking Seventh-day <laughs> Adventists? <laughs> Look, I'm writing that down. <laughs> Invention. <laughs> but just, there's, there's definitely something funny about the idea of Seventh-day Adventists. Just you turn around and they've built something where you were doing something else. Yeah. Like they're constantly, like you can't take... This, oh, they're like... Mm. And like something else that does that, like where, where they will build, like something will suddenly be in your way. Okay. <laughs> like the opposite of Batman. So like when you turn around, Batman's <laughs> gone. Yeah. And then when you turn around again, there's like a, there's like, there's like a church in front of your computer. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Batman, the Seventh-day Adventist. He disappears on one side, and then he builds a church on the other. (laughs) (laughs) Seventh-day Adventists are like the opposite of Batman. (laughs) Yeah. You turn around again, Batman's back. (laughs) Then the... Turn around again, the church is dressed as Batman. And then you turn around again, Batman's gone, then you turn around again, the church is gone. <laughs> I think we did shit. I think we did shit. <laughs> I think we need to get the the exposition guy back in again <laughs> to explain this sketch. Because <laughs> Look, the important thing about this idea generation thing is that we don't technically have to make the sketches. Oh. We can, and other people can, if they yeah. give us credit. I think that's yeah. a fun idea. That, yeah. like, if anybody liked any of the sketch ideas that we came up with and, like, wanted to shoot them or something. Yeah, just... Just do it. Just do it, and then tag us in the Twitter tag promoting of the thing. Yeah. Just go, hey, this is a... This is a... <laughs> we made your Seventh-day Adventist <laughs> Batman sketch. Batman. <laughs> sketch. It cost us seven million dollars <laughs> and took five years. Yeah. I lost my wife. <laughs> The saddest, <laughs> yeah. saddest comedy sketch maker ever. He's <laughs> just pouring so much money into our sketches. Just the passion that he puts into it. It's, a, it's just appalling. <laughs> yeah. Now, we have our five sketches. Do you want to wrap it up or do you want to p- make it a dozen five? Oh, no, sorry, a baker's five. A <laughs> baker's five. <clears throat> I, I would feel better if there was another good like realistic making sketch okay like m- <laughs> can be made that can be made like like you know something simple like in a in a restaurant <laughs> or a doctor's you know something okay. so that, okay so that there's a so somebody, some connection some to reality some doctor's diagnosing someone in a restaurant <laughs> and he says get up on this table <gasps> and he goes here's your problem you got piles of pancakes on your ass, under your ass. <laughs> oh, that's so stupid. Okay. This is the thing that I was thinking about. I was thinking about hemorrhoids. Yeah. And how, like, that that would be like the biz- the the businessman version of getting your period, right? Because <laughs> okay. I think hemorrhoids is like you bleed from your ass. Is it? I think. I don't know. Yeah. Right? And And, like, in my mind, it's like something that only, like, old businessmen get. Because they sit around in business meetings so so much. Yeah. So there'd be a time in a businessman's life where he sort of, he goes through, like he gets his period for the first time. Yeah. And it'd be like being a, a, a teenage girl. A teenage girl. And like they'd have to, businessmen are all like when they stand up after a business meeting, they always have to ask the businessman behind them to check their pants to make sure that they haven't 
<laughs> got their hemorrhoids. <laughs> but then you'd get young, occasionally like a, like a younger person would have it. Yeah. And they'd have to talk to their mum and they'd be like, I'm not ready to be a businessman. Or I don't feel like a maybe, businessman. And the mum would be like, you're becoming a businessman. Yeah. Or maybe they'd have to talk to their businessman dad. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, look, you know, sometimes it happens. Earlier. Early you know, on. And, and it's a great, you know, it's a good thing for you, you know. Like it's it's a beautiful thing in a way. Like you're becoming a, a businessman. businessman, you know, soon... Uh, you know, you you're not a man anymore. You're yeah. a businessman. Yeah, soon enough you're going to be you know, talking about overheads and yeah. And uh your body's going to change, you know, you're going to you're going <laughs> to you start a, losing that, your hair and yeah, that 40-year-old gut. Yeah. Uh, but you're going to get that now. <laughs> uh you're going to junkies are going to spit on you. <laughs> Alistair will as well. Alistair too. At least we'll contemplate it. I mean that's that's kind of a sketch. That's kind of a sketch. Look, I think we got something else in us. Yeah, all right. All right. All right. It's yeah, it's a bit too gross. Like if I was looking for something that could really be filmed. And I still think businessmen with blood on their pants. Because the amount really the <laughs> amount of hatred I've seen come from ladies of about guys doing period jokes, and I still feel that that would be almost a period joke. And it's yeah, fun. no, it and definitely I don't care is. about. I don't care that they're getting upset, but I. Feel like if we're gonna do a period joke, it's gotta be strong. I and I think that, that looks strong. You think it's pretty strong? All right. No, don't write it down. No, no, no. I'm gonna write no, it down. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, hemorrhoids. <laughs> what if we uh, did the next? A businessman's <laughs> period and coming of. Businessman. Age. Coming coming of middle age. Age. Business manage. Of middle. Hey, what if we made this a baker's baker's dozen? Yeah, yeah, I think we should. It'll be a bit. No, we'll just make it a baker's six. Oh, okay. No, uh, yeah, sorry. A baker's baker's five. But it's a. A baker's half dozen. A baker's half dozen. (laughs) Baker's just add one to everything, right? Yeah. What if we make this a baker's two? <laughs> Three. Yeah. Baker's... Two, two's a couple and a baker's couple is a crowd. <laughs> two's company. Three's a crowd. Hmm. What if... Do you think if you were like... Let's say there was somebody... Like it was a baker trying to buy a house... And they're like, he's like, what's the what's the price on this place? He says one hundred and twenty-one thousand, and he goes, make it one hundred and twenty-two, and you got a deal. <laughs> Do they just add one to everything? <laughs> Look, I got six fingers on each hand, <laughs> eleven fingers. Yeah. All right. I'm just two men. I am just two men, for God's sake. I can't get this all done. <laughs> all this baking. Yeah, I can't get all this baking plus one done. Plus one baking. Plus one baking done in just two nights for tomorrow. Plus one day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's not a sketch, though. No, I don't think so. No. It's an idea, though. It's definitely an idea. It's fun. Yeah. Baker's then, adding one But then we'd have to have the narrator go, in this sketch, <laughs> this sketch is about how bakers just add, add one, one to, to everything. To everything. Like, you could do it, like, you could set it up. Like, you'd have the baker doing something in his baking shop, making 12 of something, uh, only adding baking one. baking shops had a name. <laughs> Something more simple, you know? Like, bakehouse. <laughs> Bakatorium. Bakemporium. Yeah. Bakemporiumatorium. Bake. <sighs> Baking area? Oh, that's Bake. pretty good. It's got a nice aesthetic to it. Bakeria. Bakeria. Bakeria? A bakeria. Uh, I think that's pretty much as efficient as we're going to get. Yeah, I can't see how you could... Cut that down. Yeah. Because, I mean, what, if you just, what, you, just Korea? <laughs> Korea? No. 
No, <laughs> that's not going to work. That's not going to work. Because <laughs> people are going to think you sell curry. Yeah. <laughs> Korea. <laughs> and that's probably what curry houses are already called. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What about a guy who just, just for some reason, he doesn't have feet, he just has claws. Like like a an escape clause, like a Santa yeah. clause. Yeah, he doesn't have feet. <laughs> he just but he has all these legal documents <laughs> <laughs> for feet <laughs> and hands. <laughs> they call him legal claws. <laughs> Because what happened was he <laughs> he met a genie and he wished for the claws of an eagle. Yeah. <laughs> because he's fucking insane. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's a dangerous lunatic. And this then, is what happens when a <laughs> lunatic finds a genie bottle. I mean, we're the ones searching the beaches for, for loose change. And, you know, and just things of any value. Just a madman on the beach finds a genie bottle. And then he wishes for the claws of an eagle. But then it turns out to be these legal documents. <laughs> the claws of a legal... Of a, of a legal... He wishes for eagle claws. And somebody thought he wished for legal claws. <laughs> because, because the genie's hard of hearing. <laughs> <laughs> the, cl- the claws of a legal. <laughs> the next hour we watch this poor guy. These just stapled together documents, <laughs> this pile of Because he's at the beach, they're all soggy. Oh. And it's so tragic. Oh. <laughs> and he just has on his feet and hands, like flippers, like paper flippers. <laughs> Manila folders. <laughs> Which, and he doesn't even understand the language on there. <laughs> it's just so dense. And he, if he wants to understand it, he has to get money in order to just get a, a legal <laughs> to read it to him and just explain to him who he is. <laughs> I think that's our seventh sketch. That's our, our baker's half dozen. Man has... Claws <laughs> for feet and hands, but because <laughs> lunatic, you haven't mentioned that he's a lunatic. He's, he, know, he wished <laughs> for, for eagle <laughs> claws, eagles <laughs> claws <laughs> from a genie. Who is hard of hearing? I think it's. Oh, wait, no, from a genie. Because he's a lunatic. <laughs> I mean, the genie could also just be a bastard. And the. Okay. <laughs> Eagle's claws. Because he's a lunatic. <laughs> and. Just combing the, the beach. The genie gave him. Legal clause, legal documents, and he is now <laughs> forever known as, as the clause. The clause. <laughs> oh. But he, he goes around and he settles legal battles 
because he's oh. got the documentation. Legal disputes. He's got Legal the documentation. Dis- yeah. <laughs> but each each episode, because it's a because it's a series, he has <laughs> he has he has to find out how he can make the documents readable again. And so, so in some episodes, he has to dry it out. And some episodes, he has to go to like paper restorers, who like, restore like ancient documents. <laughs> then. Yeah, so any any confrontation that he gets into, he can always get out of it on a technicality. On a technicality, because there's has, always a clause. He's always got the. And he's got a subclick. <laughs> he's got a. <laughs> he's got a sidekick called the sub clause. <laughs> and, and and his enemy is Red Tape Man, who's always like wrapping up his documentation in this red tape, and, and he can't get into the Manila folders. And, then and also his enemy is Rising Damp, and his other enemy is called the Silverfish. You say Rising Damp? Yeah. And the Silverfish. <laughs> the Silverfish. That's that's the first episode that he has to <laughs> battle against that. And then, for some reason, he always has an appendix for that. I don't know. Wait, is that a yeah. thing in legal documents? An appendix? An appendix? I'm sure it is. Okay, yeah. cool. And well, then one of the guys, one of his enemies would say, it's time for your appendectomy. And he would try and like, cut out the appendix or something. To cut out, yeah, all the things that are the documentation proving justifications mm-hmm. in his clause. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think this, this episode has fizzled out nicely now. Yeah. And I like uh, that about our episodes. Yeah, look, about our episodes. <laughs> this is our second. And uh, I want to thank you all for listening to this. Yeah. And um, um, this will be $50. Yeah, it'll be $50 and trust me, you'll enjoy it more. <laughs> and just just uh DM tweet me or send me a a private message or something like that on Facebook or on Twitter. It's at Alistair TB A L A S D A I R T B. Um What if what if like I'll fi- I'll tell you how to get send me the money. What if okay. People people have a way of like after an experience, after something happened yeah you know like say you pay for something people will justify it to themselves afterwards like even if it's a if the thing turned out to be a disaster or they didn't enjoy it they'll justify it to themselves because mm. they had to they have to justify the fact that they spent this money yeah. right so we might start a service where whatever happens if you're in a bad situation after the bad situation you just call us up you just pay us some money mm. like you just pay us however much money you need yeah. So that you can start to justify that thing to yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's a we good can, service. Yeah, I'll be the we'll be we'll be the recipients to help you of of your money. Yeah. So at least I gave some money to these people, <laughs> and then you can start the justification process and the healing. And the healing. Yeah. There you go. So great. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. I'm Andy. I'm Alistair. See you later. 